podcast where myself and other women discuss the seen and unseen challenges and biases that women and girls face on a daily basis and how women in business are working towards changing this narrative. Today, I am talking to Kat, who is the founder and CEO of Simply Gender Free, and she is smashing gender stereotypes for children's products and clothes and helping children to have access to all the opportunities that they deserve. Hello, Kat. Hello. Hiya. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for joining me. It's just, I find your Instagram so inspiring and that video that you put together about all the messages on children's cl- well, girls' clothes, it just really hit home to me. Yeah, my mission is kind of not to force people to change how they're bringing up their own kids. I'm not that at all. I just kind of want to open people's minds a little bit or just make people aware of how many gender stereotypes there are, particularly for kids' products and kind of either take the mickey out of that and prove how ridiculous they are or make people laugh and just expose these stereotypes but in a fun way that makes people realise how important it is to stamp them out and how ridiculous they are. (laughs) Yeah, well, comedy is the way to do it, isn't it? That's why I've written Girls Love to Fart. People find farting funny, but it is a big issue because for me as a woman, I know so many other women who won't fart and are embarrassed. And I think that there's girls as well I'm seeing them coming up my own daughter included when I first wrote it she wouldn't let me read it to her because she had been told that girls don't fart Mm -hmm. and she just got really upset about it and I just thought it's not acceptable to instill those messages from such a young age I felt exactly the same I remember being younger and saying well I just don't fart girls just don't do that and then my brother got saying like looking it up online and going no you will explode if you don't like (laughs) you're fibbing you're not that's not true but it was probably Probably along those same lines of that it wasn't okay, wasn't discussed, wasn't regarded as being, you know, it's always kind of birthday cards with the dad farting on the front even things like that it's a very male body function when it's completely not (laughs) it's like when I find it ridiculous when they make certain animals or boys or for girls and I think well there's literally boy and girl versions of those animals like how and the same like you're saying bodily functions like these are things that affect you know both genders so why why are they not being communicated fairly in the same way whether that's farting or a lion or which whatever it is it it just is there's too much of a um I'm, I'm not naive to think there's not any difference between boys and girls and there are but I would argue with children particularly it's a lot of those differences aren't to do with it being them being a boy or a girl it's differences between children so it might be there's a tendency that a lot of girls do something and a lot of boys don't or the other way around or their shapes of clothes until they hit puberty they're from what I know they're pretty much the same it's just there's loads of differences there'll be kids that are three times as big or three times as small or different shapes and figures but that's still within boys there's that many differences and within girls there's that many differences there's kind of not this clear gender divide that you're either this or that based on whether you're a boy or a girl that's kind of what I I have problems with (laughs) yeah that's true and it's also with the same with hair isn't it the Mm. amount of people who assume that a boy with long hair is a girl or a girl with short hair is a boy will make comments saying that they shouldn't Mm. have their hair in that particular style I have noticed I don't know if it's because of where I live but there are so many different types of hairstyles in general anyway and Mm -hmm. children are much more open to having different hairstyles I mean I've got two daughters they've both got long hair but that's because they both want long hair we went to the hairdresser recently and they only 
wanted a tiny bit cut off but if they'd wanted it to be all cut then that would have been up to them it's it's their choice it's not up to me but then that also might be because I've got long hair and they want to be like me so but I like having long hair so I just find it's much easier to maintain than constantly going to the hairdressers yeah (laughs) my son is nearly sick and he's definitely been I mean he doesn't get it from me but he he definitely is influenced by gender stereotypes and says oh boys can't have long hair or girls are this good boys are that and I do all everything I do is trying to I'm not having a go at anybody I'm not telling anybody anybody off I don't think it's right that maybe a shop assistant would say but you're a boy why have you got long hair and I find that insulting but I find that rude anyway if somebody made a comment about me about the way I've decided to do something whether that's the way I live or the way I look I still find that quite rude but I'm not going to be having a go at the pets because I find a lot of adults are raised surrounded by these gender stereotypes if not maybe at some point worse in some areas than others and actually it's kind of if you use it as an opportunity to not educate them but to discuss it and just kind of go well no boys you know how many famous guys have got long hair or how many famous girls have got short hair it's not kind of one in a million there's a lot of people that go against this stereotype so I think it sometimes gives the opportunity to discuss it with that person I mean there'll always be people you're never going to change the mind of but then again with your children it gives you the chance to discuss it you know I enjoy sometimes a situation comes up because it means I can talk to my son and say well actually they weren't really right when they said that but you can see this evidence of these you know when I message my male friend that has really long hair and he adores him and he's sick, you know, he knows him, but he hadn't really kind of put the two together about the hair. And I said, oh, can you just send me a couple of pictures of you just to prove that one of his favourite people is a man with long hair? And then as soon as I did that, he kind of went, oh, well, there's the proof that, that, that he's cool. I like him. This is fine. So I, I see anything that comes up like that as an opportunity to provide evidence to prove the uh, stereotype wrong is probably the way I'd put it. <laughs> it's the best way to do it isn't it because otherwise Mm. there will always be an argument against there's an argument against everything isn't there so children are particularly influenced by everything around them and obviously the adverts are really bombarding them with certain types of toys or Mm. certain ways of behaving and so they pick on that a lot and I have to say that my daughter when she was five was really obsessed with wearing pretty dresses and someone said to me that as long as you give them the option by the Mm. age of seven they tend to grow out of that and realize that they can do other things but if they're not given the option then they by that age will think that that's the only option for them so I was really pleased because she did stop doing that and it is now perfectly happy just wearing leggings and a top and she's gone off to forest school today so she's going to be going out getting mucky and that's really great and um, my other daughter the other day she was rolling around in mud and literally just had it covered and it was great just she's got no inhibitions about it and I love that she's never been one to think that she has to dress in a certain way she's happy to dress in her own style quite often wants to pick her own clothes and just knows that that's all fine isn't that lovely to watch though as well I love seeing what they like I find that fascinating I believe kids are completely unique to themselves and what we like might be something they like or something completely different and it's just seeing their personalities come out I find it really hard when I think people may be saying oh no you can't have this and you can't I mean, it's obviously safety and things like that with children is a different 
area and you don't want them to be hurt in any way of course that requires boundaries but I find the whole free expression of clothes and you know I find that really really interesting to watch I think that's really fun are they saying that my daughter who's three now I have mixed feelings she's obsessed with pink obsessed with wearing frilly dresses and I wonder uh, obviously my family and friends will regularly have debates about stuff I try and stay clear of it sometimes just because it's always about that but um and they say well she likes pink I mean, if I say to her do you want this do you want that or whatever an option of five things if she picks the pink one I'm never going to say oh don't you want this one and push it I just let it happen but I I know that when she was little she was given a cup that it has one of those ones you get in shops where they have the names on and they are the most gendered products ever but it was a gift and um it's got a mermaid and pink and you unicorns I mean I don't know why unicorns and mermaids go together but that's what they do don't they and my son has his name with dinosaurs and it pains me but they love these cups and it's got their name on they love it and I thought but how much of her pink obsession and loving unicorns has come from the fact the product in my house has her name on it and it says you know if we're expecting children to grow up to learn how to speak the same language or learn what manners are okay and learn all these things they're picking up tiniest signs from us constantly and that's just one I think has it affected her but then equally she's obsessed with Spider-Man she absolutely loves dinosaurs she's the most feral child I've ever met she's crazy climbing and doing things but she'll often be doing it with a crown a wand and a pink tutu on so I mean is that her and like you say I think it's just playing it out and people always apologize to me particularly in family if they bought a gift and they go oh I'm sorry we bought Leo a fire engine one and we bought Emily something else that's different and I'm like I'm not like tell someone off or be hot on it but like I said it gives me the opportunity to discuss that with them and I would never stop the other child playing with the other thing you know that kind of stuff but it does make me laugh I think people are always slightly nervous around me and I find that a bit sad because I think no I'm just about free choice like you said giving kids options the idea of limiting anyone's personality or way of being I just don't like because I, I was that girl at school that the boys wouldn't let me play football so I took my own football in the football was pink I think that didn't go well for me but I did that all my group of friends at school did a trouser rebellion where the, the school uniform policy was girls wore skirt have a certain length as a whole another area of uh, moaning for me but we went in as a group of seven all wearing trousers and from that day on that was in the uniform policy because is how can you argue that she shouldn't be practical and comfy as a girl so I've probably always minded people for it but I just want to show people there's so much joy in giving kids that freedom to choose what they like and what interests them rather than it just being you're only having this yeah definitely I mean like I said I've got two girls and my eldest absolutely loves pink it's her favorite color she was naturally gravitated towards that and sometimes I do think that is outside influences as well because people always used to stop me and tell me how beautiful she was and that she looked like a little doll particularly if she was wearing something that was cute and pink my other daughter loves dinosaurs and also loves spider-man and is very feral she says that she hates pink and we don't know if she hates pink because her sister is so predominantly pink and absolutely loves it she feels like (laughs) she can't be pink or whether she just genuinely doesn't like it because some days all she will wear is pink because she likes everything to be the same colour, her whole outfit, including the socks and everything. So she will be head to toe in pink and the next day she will be head to toe in grey and the next day she will be head to toe in blue. So we we went Mm -hmm. somewhere that's got these dinosaurs and she wanted to wear her dinosaur top and she really loved that. So I'm quite happy for them to just do whatever feels Mm -hmm. comfortable for them. But it's, it's 
funny you mentioned about the school uniform because when I was at primary school it was dresses but I think I did wear leggings Mm -hmm. and at secondary school all the girls wore trousers and now the uniform for that same school is skirts and they've changed it so that the skirts have to be a certain length I think below the knee because of the shortness Mm. of the skirts and I thought it's so sad that they're not able to wear the trousers because nobody had a problem I mean sometimes you know when you're going for a growth spurt and your trousers get short I mean for me personally I did get teased about it but everyone was in the same boat so I think that nobody really cared about it but it's also no one was wearing makeup or anything either at that time it was kind of the grungy era I suppose so everyone was just completely the opposite and the thing with all the trying to look perfect and everything now that's what really scares me because I feel like there's no true portrayal of how these women on social media or who are on big billboards or anything they don't look like that but these girls see them and they think that they do and then they want to recreate that and it creates so much self-doubt and lack of confidence and I just kind of want to be able to show girls that that's not real and how they look is perfect to them because that's how they're meant to look it's not about looking like somebody else or being like somebody else it's about being who you are yeah yeah, because when you grow up, it's celebrated. So I feel like the older you get, the more being different is a better thing. But then also, I think when you become a mother, suddenly you go back to that kind of school mentality of being judged or feeling judged or my kids aren't doing enough and their kids are doing perfect. I feel like there's two phases in your life that you kind of go through that. But I can't even imagine the idea of social media now and these images and having that pressure and not having all those mistakes that we made not being evidenced. <laughs> and then nowadays, anything that they've done that was slightly embarrassing or wasn't embarrassing at the time but this thing has gone out of fashion and you see it now and you're like oh my god you know that kind of doesn't exist for us so I think it's very crucial for all of us to show the truth I mean I'm guilty of it myself if I put photos of my kids on my personal Facebook page they're probably looking great and we're having a wonderful day and I think I need to do it I say I'm going to do it I think it'd be funnier if I shared the pictures of when they're kicking off and when they're being horrendous or when I've woken up and I've not got ready or you know I just think that's quite refreshing I've seen some people online that do that where they show you know this is me with my filtered photo or this is me not but that's why I think again like with the whole gender stuff providing children like with your books providing children an example of oh no this is normal or this is okay and we might never go against the masses that are you know making girls that you're only allowed to be pink and a fairy or you don't fart there will be probably more messages out there like that but that doesn't stop us trying to go but look at this look at that and I think sometimes as a a young person particularly even if you've seen one thing that makes you feel better about who you are that might stick with you a bit more than you know all this bombardment of other messages I have had one mum who was probably one of the best compliments I had because she said her little boy likes princesses and he likes pink and he likes everything that is for girls and he loves it I mean I have children that fall into those stereotypes probably more so than others so I know it can be hard as a parent to give your kid that freedom if you're worried about them maybe being picked on because I think that's worry for all of us that if you think oh my son wants to wear a dress oh but if I let him go out he's get people taking the mickey he's going to be made to feel sad you know as a parent you naturally want to protect that and but this one mum said to me you know being part of the simply gender free group she felt okay to enable him to pick stuff where she didn't before you know whether he wanted to wear an Elsa t-shirt and she might have said oh why don't you wear Olaf maybe once a time and now she's like well no he likes Elsa 
cheek you can wear Elsa and I think for me it was I'm obviously not directly necessarily targeting children because they're not going to be on my social media and my groups but it's more to make parents feel they're not alone and to feel empowered to go against that stereotype to feel that no I'm going to give my kids the freedom to like this or give my son a doll or give my daughter you know a dinosaur bedroom and not necessarily make it pink but there's nothing wrong with pink and loving dinosaurs like that's also what I'm about is kind of saying yeah you can like pink you can like dinosaurs you can have a pink dinosaur you can have a blue dinosaur you can do like that freedom of choice yeah I think if we can put more images out there that ridicule stereotypes or just prove the opposite you know like the fact that girls can fart (laughs) things you know if you can put that message out there more there will still be more kids that are positively benefiting from that I would say yeah definitely they do benefit from having a mixture of opportunities and options as we do as adults Mm -hmm. and I think that that whole pink and blue thing really has peaked I mean, I haven't bought anyone anything for a newborn for quite a long time because most people I know have already had their children. But for a long time, you just go into the shops and it was really hard to find anything that wasn't blue or pink. I remember Mm. my sister saying how hard she found it to find us a card that wasn't gendered. And I thought we, we didn't find out what we were having either time. So it was a nice surprise. I didn't prepare anything gendered or anything. We we never had a room that could be a nursery, so that didn't happen. All the clothes were just gender neutral. And then even then, when my eldest was born, she was so tiny that we had to get premature baby clothes. And a lot of that was kind of blue or green or whatever. So mm-hmm. actually, when she was tiny, she was in those colours. Then as she got older, most of the stuff was secondhand, to be honest. So she just kind of fitted in with whatever everyone was giving us. And like I said, now she's happy to wear whatever. They, they quite often pick out out matching clothes actually but they'll be wearing at least matching leggings and then a random top I really love that and my youngest hadn't brushed her hair the other day and it was all in her face and she was covered in this dirt and it was just really funny I just loved seeing her like that she's just absolutely in her element she just feels like she can express herself And my eldest now feels like she can express herself a lot more. But I think a lot of the time, the whole thing of wanting to look pretty and be pretty was a security thing because she felt like that's what other people wanted and that's what would Mm. keep her safe. And we had to work really hard to help her see that that's not needed. She can be who she wants to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of the time, because those messages are so prominent all the time, that's where you see the confidence is lacking and then they're more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I completely agree I regularly have to check my own behavior as well so like you said with the hair over the face my daughter's always got hair over her face and because my son does curly hair but it's shorter I don't readjust his clothes what I'm trying to do with Simply Gender Free as well is to once you had your mind opened up to something and you spot it, then you're suddenly fully aware of it. So I read something that said, don't always make your daughter's outfit perfect. Unless they're doing it. Obviously, if they want to, then that's different. So I would go, oh, no, stop playing. Come here. I need to do your 
little clip and if it's practical then fine but I was like oh no you've one bunch is down here and one bunch is up here and I nearly would if she was playing go oh come over here I just need to and I thought mm, no because I'm telling her me making your hair look nicer is more important than your playing that you're doing right now and that was something I, was, I mean I'm constantly finding new things that I probably should be doing better I mean we all do don't we as mums we're always trying to self-improve but it was things like that that I thought oh yes I'm doing that differently to her to him I'll let him look a bit rough around the edges but I think oh god she doesn't look quite tidy and it's just because I'm a woman probably and been brought up that way not specifically by parents but just it's that image culture of you need to look pretty and good and and that kind of thing I think it's it's hard I mean my kids are fairly young still so I've got that whole age range of when they're going to be affected by their peers more and it's going to be um outside influences and how they feel about themselves but that's what I kind of want to try and maintain that they are absolutely free to be who they are because that's what makes everybody kind of special and I don't want them to be feel that they can't be something just because some images tell them not and the thing with the pink and blue thing it's marketing and selling product they make more money I am obsessed with hand-me-downs second-hand clothes I think pretty much I've bought maybe two things for my daughter in her whole life like I, I love second-hand stuff I love being better for the environment but also it's cheaper but obviously if you sell something that's blue and most people will say that's for boys and if you sell something pink and you set the messaging that's just for girls there'll be a lot of people that won't hand that down they'll buy the sister an alternative one or a brother an alternative one and that's what bothers me a lot because the blue and pink I mean the fact is that it was the other way around not that many years ago that boys wore pink and girls wore blue because pink and red was seen as a more powerful colour so the sexism went the other way that's the same with like white wedding dresses I think all these traditions are so short you know it wasn't that long ago people didn't wear these white dresses for weddings so these traditions as they were are pretty much a bit rubbish as well as in the whole pink and blue thing because not long ago it was the other way around I always find Lego slightly disappointed in that way I think they're coming back round again to realise that because I, I haven't actually played with my, played, but my kids haven't played with those Lego friends and they're very less practical and things and they're more pink um, there's definitely if you go in the shop and look at Lego there's a divide of who they're targeting it's clear whereas that was the one product that I played with as a kid with all the different colours the advertising was girls wearing whatever playing with whatever and I think that's where I kind of want us to get back to is that view that Lego had a while ago where it's just any colour because it's funny you say about newborn clothes I don't have any problem with the terms gender neutral I don't have a problem with a lot of things I just it's freedom of choice but I find that gender neutral or unisex is nine times out of ten cream or white and I think just because something's not pink or blue does not mean it has to there's plenty of parents plenty of kids that enjoy dressing in those colours I've got cream and white there's nothing wrong with those it's just again there's so little choice there's either usually pink blue maybe a green maybe a yellow or white and I just think there's so many more fun colours that I don't understand why they don't put them on all newborn stuff I, I always find that amazing and like you say birthday cards my stepmother is not a pink person at all Mother's Day oh, I struggle finding a card that does not have flowers and is pink on it it's really hard I'll, I'll often end up with a dog one for her because she loves dogs but yeah I think birthday cards must be probably the worst offenders when it comes to gender stereotypes I find them very painful 
it's quite funny. My kids often get very gender neutral cards because people will make a real effort. And I think I, I'm not offended if she gets a fairy card. I'm not easily offended anyway. Yeah, I find it really hard because I will always try and buy one that isn't pink and blue and I struggle. It can be quite hard to beat the gender divide when it comes to birthday cards. There. Yeah, and like you say about flowers, there's no reason why flowers shouldn't be on men's or boys' cards because I know okay. plenty of boy children that really love flowers and love yeah. finding wildflowers and you know like with dandelions we call them wish flowers so they will often make a wish and yeah. it doesn't matter what child I'm with I will encourage them to make a wish and it was really nice actually recently we went somewhere and there was this tree that you could tie ribbons on and make a wish and it was such an array of rainbow colours and everyone had chosen a different ribbon and it was just really nice and refreshing oh, to see that and to be able to show the girls that they can just be any colour anything they want to be it doesn't matter everyone's chosen something different and they've come together in this one place and made a wish and it it was just really nice to see that yeah because I think if you give kids that freedom they will often pick what they want particularly if they're around kids that also have that freedom like anybody does as soon as they start something online and you've got people that kind of follow you you will still have people that will have a go at you or say you're doing something wrong and I've had people before say to me well you're setting your child up for failure because the world isn't a nice place I always use the example of a boy wearing a dress because I think we've come a long way that if my daughter's wearing Spider-Man people think it's cute but they don't care that she's a I mean Spider-Man and you know that's okay we've got so much further to go to say it's okay for boys to wear pink or dresses not even that but something with flowers on or unicorns I mean unicorns really bugs me I'm like why are they for girls and so I feel like we've got a long long way to go and people would say to me well you shouldn't let your boy for example wear something people deem for girls because you're going to set them up to be criticized or taken the mickey out of and I think well that's not the right lesson though is it you know this world isn't perfect place and it isn't great all the time but I'm not going to bring my child up to be hardened because of the world I'm going to be hopefully make one that goes oh I think you're not right there actually I think that's okay and actually makes the world a bit nicer because you're kind of standing up to it I find it it's a subject that people get very uh, easily offended by and I find that quite amusing because we're talking about colours at the end of the day like people get so upset by it you know a way of saying no that's this way and that's for that like you say if you give kids that freedom to pick without feeling peer pressure I I remember reading an example of I think it was online recently of a mum who had a party and she had boys and girls as guests and she bought I can't remember what it was so I'm not going to be able to say exactly correctly but for example say princess ones or fairy party bags or superhero ones and she said she gave the kids the choice but she said I had a few spare in case some kids wanted the others but there was still that presumption that majority boys will go for this the majority and she said well that kind of did happen they were the odd few and I thought yeah but you kind of needed them all kind of either to be the same or to have enough of both that you can cover that kind of scenario because I think if kids feel even if they've given a choice and they feel that that choice is kind of a bit tainted or you're led to that choice then that's not really a choice in the first place kind of thing but I do think if you gave all kids any colours and they didn't feel any pressure from other people they would use every colour they could they wouldn't feel like something was off limits to them it's definitely an outside influence on somebody I don't think there's any kid that is born to feel that something is not for them it's just whether they're made to feel it's not for them thank you for coming on it's been brilliant oh thank you for having me thank you thank you
you for listening to this episode of the Farting Feminist Podcast. My mission is to encourage all girls and women to know how incredible they truly are. You can find out more about the work I'm doing at www.aliceclovestories.com. Please don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family.